All right, let's go ahead and introduce our special guest of this evening on Below the Belt Show. We're so excited to have this amazing, beautiful, and talented actress on our program, Below the Belt Show. You might have seen her on Barry on season one. You might have seen her on Jean-Claude Van Johnson on Amazon. You might have seen her on Till Death. Um, or you might see her in this upcoming great, awesome tennis comedy that we got to talk about here on BTB called First One In. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we present the one and only Cat Foster. Cat, good okay. to have you on BTB. What's nice up? Nice to be here. What's up with you? <laughs> Great. First of all, how are you doing uh, in the pandemic era, first of all, as an actor? Uh, I mean, you know, it's been, uh, it's such a good. It's hard to answer because, like, in truth, in truth, I'm I'm pretty okay. My family's been okay. I've been okay. Yeah. You know, there's the, I've been writing a lot, so I've been keeping busy creatively. And but you know, there's also so much stuff. I mean, there's people are having a really hard time, and people are dying and getting sick. Oh and, God, and, yes. And, you know, there's a lot going on that's really dark. So it's such a tricky thing, but it's unprecedented, right? I mean, how are you guys doing? How's anybody doing? Oh. It's it's the Corona coaster. Like oh. some days you're up, some days I do feel like one thing that seems pretty universal is that we're all ha we're all finding a new part of ourselves, yeah. right? I mean we're yeah, like we're dramatically changing. Our consciousness is changing. Mm -hmm. Understanding of who we are and how we relate to the world is fundamentally changing. I feel like really, you know, obviously from the outside in, but also really from the inside out, we're having to really evaluate how we respond to situations like, Agreed. you know. Um, so I don't know. I think that may be the only silver lining. Yeah. And yeah. as far as getting uh, actors getting back to work, um, have you been on set yet? Since I've not. I've not. Okay. I've heard very few people who've been on set yet, but I've heard little stories i hear a lot about actors doing their own makeup have you guys heard about this a lot i of, have not but. A lot of, some actresses i know are have been doing skype consultations with okay. makeup artists or zoom right. or whatever and they're ha they're like learning how to do their own makeup or some are expected to come right. totally made up i mean even like the leads of series um because wow. Heard a lot about there being different quote unquote zones on different sets where it's like, you know, some people have access to zone one or zone five or whatever. And so I, it's definitely, I mean, you know, it's all brand new. Mm -hmm. right. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to uh, uh, the actors here uh, in the virtual panel, myself and Nick and, and Morgan, you dabble in acting too, Morgan. So we hope to be back on set sooner than I later. Love it. I love <laughs> And obviously, you know, when we shot that movie, none of this was even like the dimmest of pot. Who could have ever thought? Ever imagine, yes. But that's what's great. Um, myself, Morgan, you got a chance to see first. This movie in. was so... Like, Al usually will send me like <laughs> really deep, heavy horror and i'm like and i was like what are you sending me and i today like i mean i'm supposed to be working a nine to five um and so i like pull off to my like personal computer and i'm like i'm gonna sit here and watch the whole hour and a half for my lunch break it was very funny it was very engaging like it just was this was like the perfect thing I needed to watch today. Yes. I I was very enjoyable. Like perfect pandemic. Tennis, 
person, but like it was funny and it was good, strong, funny women. Which a lot of is always great strong great female characters, no, no doubt. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. It um yeah, it was because for that reason it was really fun to shoot. It was like, you know, a bunch of funny, interesting chicks, you know, yeah. like day every day. And there are some just such powerhouses in the cast. I mean, you wouldn't even know it because obviously you didn't hear them sing, but we had like three like major Broadway stars in the cast. Oh, yes. it, you know, I mean, there's some really cool stories and yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's fun, fun little did, film. Did it make it hard to work because everybody was laughing at all the funny stuff? <laughs> There was, <laughs> there was, um, yeah. I mean, there were times on set for sure, as always. I love that. Where it just gets so silly, you know. Sure. And kind of have to <laughs> get it back together, and yeah. you fight to keep a straight face, and dig your nails into the palm of your hand, which is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us about your uh, tennis experience uh, coming into this film. Uh, it was like none. I had like, <laughs> true. I took some lessons. I probably took like 10 lessons back in like, I don't know, 2008 or something, okay. you know, like, but barely, barely, barely. And so when they asked me to do this movie, I was like, yo, <laughs> I don't like, play tennis. It's <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm supposed to, like, I'm supposed to be like good at tennis. You, you looked like you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Well, guess yeah. what? Tennis is really easy to edit. Okay. You don't have to know where the ball, you don't have to see where the ball actually winds up. That's true. Yeah. You know, and you can frame, you can frame the bottom of your body out of the shot. So really yeah. like all you need, and you can like put sound and where like the ball is supposed to hit. But in fairness, oh, cool. I did take a bunch of tennis and we also had a tennis pro on set named Medi Frank. Who there was like just a champ, and you know we we I I I learned a bit. I learned a bit mm-hmm. uh, going into this, so that was a really nice excuse to to play tennis. Who of the cast was the best tennis player? Uh, Georgia. Georgia was legit. She was. I mean, she played that character like she was psychotic, but it yeah. was hysterical like yeah. she was it was hysterical like she played it's it like a good comedy villain right? yes yeah, yeah the perfect but you uh, but you wore that white onesie i mean i was like <laughs> the giant ahead. sperm I would, first of all i would have never said giant sperm but i was just like okay <laughs> yes rock that one piece so that, one that jumpsuit it was like the thing i was dreading she had about. the headband yeah like, I was, I was like, like yes, I'm gonna hate this costume. I dread it so much. And then like the first few you days, didn't look bad. you looked like, here's the thing. The first days yeah, I had, you I was pretty like, hot. I can't yeah. lie. <laughs> I was, like, yeah. I was into it. And then by like day like seven, eight, oh, like yeah. I'm over this costume. I am over it. <laughs> I also, I it was the heat. You know, it was like the heat. Oh, island. Yeah. Playing tennis outside with like this like hot spandex onesie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it looked good. It looked good. I would have never known you were hot and sweaty. It was worth it. (laughs) Where was the shooting locations? Uh, Mostly on Long Island. All the tennis stuff was on Long Island. Yeah, Yeah, there was one day, like the grit stuff, the the opening was downstage in Brooklyn, but everything else was on Long Island. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because I'm a Survivor fan, so I I saw they kind of took the... uh, (laughs) The Survivor, uh, you know, uh, parody of that, and turned that yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. 
But um, yes, yeah, so your character uh, is known as an eco-terrorist mm-hmm. because you yeah. killed one of the last few remain remaining pygmy tars- tarsian. Pygmy Tarsiers. Wow. Man, that's definitely um, definitely grounds for calling yourself an eco-terrorist. How could you? <laughs> those creatures are really cute. They're really the cute. Cancel culture. Like, yeah. I just, like, that whole thing just bothers me. I'm like, she didn't know. Like, she didn't know what it was. Well, like, I'm certainly to that. Like, I'm yeah. like, that would be me. I'd be in the damn tent being like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, stop yelling at her. God. It's so true. It really does sort of, uh, it like sort of has a whole new relevance with all the canceling that's been happening lately. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. New hair, new last name that you kind of invented uh, on the spot, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy but it seems like you know a lot of uh yeah like morgan like you said the cancel culture a lot of people kind of have to create a new identity uh to get back out there so. yeah well and in this case like you know interestingly like i do kind of create a new identity and then ultimately it sort of takes me back to my roots which is right. yeah. back me tennis and um my old best friend who with whom I'd had a falling out. And now we kind of, you know, I come back to who mm-hmm. I really am in a very circuitous way. Yes. Yeah. Your best friend was uh, played by Alana O'Brien. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Um, she played Ollie. Um, how'd you like working with Alana? Oh my gosh. So much. Are you kidding? There's some scenes, yeah. that, you know, like I wouldn't, I could dream of, getting to do like that funny food stuff oh that part I wanna, like i don't want to give it away but we got to do some really fun stuff this whole cast was really the whole really cast was great fun. yes yeah. that well, whole part with the fast food and, and the song i was like if this hasn't been me and my friends like i, know. <laughs> I was like god like it's so really. silly right but our director but, gene o'brien but it made really, sense like, yeah she, feel she, it. like totally Totally. That part was good. That was a good scene. Tell us about working with Gina now that you brought up uh, Gina, who's the writer and director of the film. Oh, it was just a total joy. You know, she, um, it was her first, it was, it's her directorial debut. Um, she'd a lot of scripts before and this was just the first time she was directing her own stuff and she had a really clear vision for what she wanted. She wanted a, a female driven silly tennis comedy and that's what she made. Yeah. I love it. Um, and she was, you know, she, we had a blast. She was so uh, supportive and, you know, she wanted the silly stuff and we were happy to oblige her. Awesome. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes was, was you and the young actor, um, Silas um, Pereira Olson, who played oh. Mikey. Is that, yeah. is, that, is that correct pronunciation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That, that child actor. My that God. That was good. He's I, I wanted to smack him, but, I know, <laughs> but he was so good. It was good. really down, you know. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of came in and did his thing, and was like really like had a lot of <laughs> attitude. And uh, but in reality, of course, he was such a sweet kid. And oh, that's good. Yeah, that was awesome. funny. I love that. But uh, yeah, we can check this out. A uh, video on demand on September eighth. So um, we're so happy that we got a. Uh, 
a sneak peek at it. Uh, another great actor that was in the cast, someone I work with on Veep, as I was recurring uh, core on that, was um, Sufi Bradshaw. Oh, yeah, he played uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus's uh, receptionist yeah. for many seasons. So. Oh, so, good see, cool. so good to see Sufi. Uh, um, yeah, it's a great okay. cat with so, such great like uh, East Coast um, actors and. Yes, yes. So what's happening with you guys? Like, what time are you guys just hanging out at eleven? Is this when you do this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nine to eleven thirty every Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you are you currently in New York or on the West Coast? No, I'm in Los Angeles right now. Oh, okay, good. So it's not too late for you. Good. No, 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 no. This is like normally when I'm putting my daughter to bed. Okay. <laughs> um, but I would love to talk about some of your past work, uh, Kat. I'm I'm a fan of some of the stuff you've done. Uh well, speaking of um our hometown of Maryland, you shot a year and change. Uh Yes, yes. I I got to do some background work on that project. That was like yeah. really fun. You did? Bank. I did. I was a uh, the bank teller. Yeah, I was one of the bank tellers. No way. Yeah, that was a lot of a small world. It was a small world. No, I went to NYU with Brian Greenberg. Oh, that's right, Brian Greenberg. Look, I love that that tie-in. Yeah. And the fact that a dear friend of ours, Mr. Carrie Anderson, who's a screenwriter and film producer, yeah. uh, has also dropped your name, Kat, said nothing but great things about you. Um, that's great. He's also a fellow NYU grad. And I, I think that's so amazing. I think there's been so many great um, talents that have come from NYU, the Tisch School. Yeah? Totally. Seems like that. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Wait, you didn't go to NYU, did you? I didn't, but Mr. Carey did. Carey and, and yeah. Anderson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, dude, I met him a thousand years ago on this um, show <laughs> that I was doing, and then he, you know, he's really great about keeping in touch. So that's neat. And yeah. we emailed today, and you guys are really good friends. He said, and he's yes. so excited that we were going to get to connect. Oh, that's great. He actually mentioned the uh, mutual friend uh, was a writer from Till Death, the wow. um, the sitcom that you were a part of, Mark uh, Firek. Yeah, Mark Firek. Yeah. Firek, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, first of all, how did, how did you love that experience? Of course, I'm a big American Pie fan, so working with mm-hmm. Shitbrick himself, um, <laughs> Eddie K. Thomas must have been just... Do you want to know something funny? And he and I are actually in really close touch um, to this day. We're we're really good friends. And um, I don't think I've ever told him this, although if you listen, (laughs) you'll find out. But I've never seen that movie. You've never seen American Pie? No. Oh, my God. Kat, please do yourself a favor and watch American Pie. I know it's going to be Let's so just have a Zoom so great. Yeah. together. Like. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He has one of the best scenes, uh, Eddie K. Uh, Thomas, when, when Stifler puts the uh, <laughs> X-Lax into his uh, yeah, coffee, and, he, and he, his character will not use the bathroom in high school. He's like, I promise I'll never use the bathroom. <laughs> he, walks, he only uses it as, at his house. Walks to his yep. house to use the bathroom, of number two, that is. And uh, um, <laughs> he just he has forced to, to use the bathroom in high school. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. He had no choice but to use the bathroom there, but it's it's a very funny scene. Um, if you like that kind of like toilet humor. No, I would love to see it. I just like you know, like I it's like I start working with a guy and I was like, oh, you're working with a guy from American Pie, and st- he used to have sex with Stifler's mom and like all this stuff. I, like, oh, yeah. I just like I know him, you know, like I know him. Yeah. So if it's I weird. Saw the movie, well, like I'm not gonna go seek it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. 
like I just and you know I mean I also like I know him to be a very strong actor like a serious mm -hmm. actor and I don't know it just seems like his early work but I will I mean at some point I'll watch that movie because I feel like I should you know because I love yeah. him so yeah awesome and uh it's funny because Carrie had a question a fan question about Till Death um what were your thoughts on um, the writers, I guess, deciding to write off your character and Eddie Kay's character from Till Death for the third season? Um, he also wants to know, was the premise blown up? What was that like? Um, although Wikipedia says moved on to other projects. So what was the deal with Till Death? Um, so, <laughs> so they didn't. So I think there was a mandate. They, we were, they were told to write us off. There was a lot of some some political switching over, uh, from what I understand, at Fox. Um, new presidents, some presidents went out, other presidents went in. There was, um, and and from what I understand, there was some you know behind the scenes uh, maneuvering, and then also potentially stuff that had to do with stuff that like I probably shouldn't talk about, but like mm -hmm. it wasn't just the, it wasn't a casual like hey we're gonna write. No one wanted this to happen except for maybe a couple very powerful people. Okay. I don't know. So anyway, I can't be, I probably shouldn't be much more specific than that. And also okay. everything, and I'll tell you this too, everything that I think I know is also only rumored. Oh, okay. So the truth is, is that it was never fully uh, explained even to us. Mm. Um, the, so that sort of, but they, no, it wasn't just that like they like randomly decided to change the premise of the show. Okay. <laughs> there were like yeah. people in charge who, uh, there were a, 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 a few people from what I understand who like sort of wanted this in different ways. And that's this is sort of how the cookie it's, crumbled. Take it to a different direction. Take the yeah. show to a different direction, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, well, I think one of your great performances was also in Barry. Uh, big fan of the show on episode yeah. three. You played Liv. You had a great scene with Sarah Goldberg, who plays Sally. Um, how did you like working on that project? And is, is this the end for the character of Liv? I mean, I want to see more. Oh, man. Don't you know? I would I do too. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever go back on that show, but it was like a glorious moment uh, where I got to work with people who are just b brilliant and um, yeah. and uh, yeah, I would I would love to do more, even though that character is just the worst, right? I mean, <laughs> in the best way. But was know? it fun to play? Oh, it was so fun. I mean, Always, it's yeah. so fun, you know. It's like you just yeah. take, like, sort of your worst, most insane insecurities and you, like, dial them up to, like, 100. Yeah. And you just sort of roll with that and you get to kind of live through something. It's it's sort of, like, weird, oddly healing, you know? Sure. That's awesome. Well, it seems like a lot of fun, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I don't see why they couldn't write more for Liv, you know. I know. Well, let's get them on the phone. Right? Yeah, right? Hey, Bill. Let's Come on, see. Bill. Hey, Bill, what the fuck? <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, um, wow, so Jean-Claude of Van Johnson, I watched the pilot today. Because oh, uh, nice. I heard about it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, uh, you're, you're one of the uh, regulars on, on this, I guess, short-lived uh, series. Um, I wish it went longer, but Thank I love the pilot. 
I know. I know. That was a really great series. Yeah. I, I loved the series. I mean, I think it was like a really great show. And unfortunately, yeah, I think it was like there was some reasons why we didn't get enough viewers and I don't have to go into it. But I, I do. Or actually, that's the truth is I don't even know how many viewers we had. I don't know why the show didn't go a second season. That's the honest truth. It's very confusing to me. I think it was brilliantly executed. I think, you know, you had Jean-Claude Van Damme, who obviously is an international superstar. Right. Peter Pensio directed the series. Like, it, it was just so brilliantly directed. There's an action sequence in every single episode. It's funny. It's weird. It's like all of the things, and it needed more. It needed more. It really yeah. did. I'm sad about that. I'm sad. And I got to play an action star. You know what I mean? Right. Was, and that's always fun. It was so fun. It was so, I, hi, I highly recommend people watch the show. It, it was it, great. And it had comedic elements as well, which I love. So it was primarily, I mean, it's a weird, it's a very strange show, but it is definitely a comedy. I love it. Mm. Seems like a lot of your work has been comedy. Is there a preference uh, between comedy and drama, or do you feel you're kind of like a comedy actress at this point? You know, I did kind of land in comedy, although, like, my sort of main sort of start in this business was dramatic. I did the yeah. that was very dramatic, and all the long orders, which, of course, are very dramatic. And mm-hmm. um, I have a film coming out, uh, another film and there's no, there's no, there's not a details yet, but the trailer was just released. Oh, yes. It's called Continue. Yes, I saw this on your IMDb. And this is a very, very dramatic film. Um, and I'm really proud of my work in that. And so, you know, I, like, who knows where, how it'll continue to happen. But it did happen that I sort of ended up until death, um, which was like my first big comedy. And then it mm. just. I kept doing comedic stuff after that. And I love doing comedy. I love doing comedy, but I can't say that like it's a hard preference because I also, you know, I, drama's drama's another yes. amazing challenge that I love too. What can you tell us about Continue and your character? So um, Continue is about, uh, is based on um, the real true life of the writer, director, Nadine, Cro- Nadine Crocker, who, um, and you know, in in the film, um, her character uh, commits suicide and um, or attempts suicide, and um, and so it just sort of follows her story after she attempts suicide in the mental institution um, and beyond. And I play her sister. Oh wow! In, cool. Um, and it's a really like beautiful, thrilling ride, and there's a twist at the end, and it's, it's oh a, cool, it's a good film, yeah. Yeah, great cast assembled. You have Annalie Tipton, Emily Deschanel, Shiloh Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, some so great, and yourself. So, um, uh, what can you tell us about the release date? Uh, or where can we see this film? I, I can't tell you anything about that yet. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. But you can check it out and start to kind of follow it and find out. Uh, lots of great stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Very, very, very cool. So are there any dream roles left for you, Kat? Oh my God. Are you things that you haven't done yet? All the, all the things. All the things. Like, Uh, do you want to, do you want a superhero movie under your belt? I mean, is there something? Yeah, I mean, I could see that. 
Like, the John, you know, if you watch episodes, say, if you watch the finale of uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, I have a major crazy battle sequence. Yeah, um, cool. That was very, 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 very fun to shoot and, and, and prepare for. And I, I love being physical. I also thought it was great I got to be physical in, in First One In, in this tennis movie. It's, yes. it, it's I, love, I love being able to use my body, whether it's for action sequences, mm. sports stuff. Um, I think it would be amazingly fun to sing and dance in something. I went to school for musical theater. Right. So to yeah. get to like, you know, revisit those skills would be yeah. fun. Um, but in, I don't know, dream roles, uh, mostly what I look for is just something that feels like I can connect to in an authentic way. Um, and, you know, I don't know, work with people who are, incredible I and mean, what do you guys want you know i think all, don't all actors want that what do you want yeah i guess it's ultimately working with um a key director or a key scene partner i'd say maybe like, like who like what what's your dream oh oh my gosh i mean i met margot robbie at the sag awards i'd love to, <laughs> I'd love he's, to been about her he's been talking time. about margot robbie for years uh, I just think she's brilliant in so many ways. Um, you can do it. You can with her, maybe. Yeah. Is there a particular actor or actress that you would, you're dying to work with? God, that's a great question. I mean, I really, really respect and adore Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's pretty awesome. He seems great. Who else? Who else? I don't know why. Like, he's like the one person that's like totally connected. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like Viola Davis. Yes. Mm -hmm. Another. She and I have the same birthday. Uh -huh. I just made you cooler. August 11th. No way. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I mean, I share yeah, a birthday. Happy birthday, 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 birthday. Really cool. Yeah. What's your birthday? August 14th. Yes. Both By the way, my daughter was born on August 16th. I mean, oh. she must just be stunning. A little Leo, like yep. she must be full of just joy. Like too, right, guys? Yes. <laughs> awesome. No, but Kat, I totally get with the the singing and the dancing because that's like, I'm not really the singing, but the, I love musical theater, and I just, yeah. I think out there just should be so many more films with, with that genre but yeah. it's it's hard because some people really love it and some people are like oh i don't like musicals i'm like how can you not like it's just the success of hamilton though so hamilton yes so well but, but, you know but i like, mean the greatest showman love, was like, my favorite movie and when yes that, the year that came out yeah i mean like, I, music moves you i yeah, mean it it's very moving right it like kind of lights up your feelings like nothing else yes but yes. yeah musical theater has a bad rap i don't know why I don't know why, because it's dorky. Like, I mean, it is yeah. kind of dorky. It's kind of dorky. I just feel like I've met so many people, and some of these people have still been my best friends, and, like, they're just like, I don't like musicals. And I'm like, but why? Like, you love music. Yeah. You like to sing. Well, you like going to concerts. Like, what is it? Because this is, it's the same thing, but we're putting yeah. it we're putting into so we're putting our thoughts and our emotions and our feelings into the music and the dance. So it's just the expression of all those things in the manifestation of music and song and dance. So why is that weird? Yeah, I mean it's sort of like maybe how some people feel really uncomfortable with like 
intense drama or tragedy like it does it it it, it's there's something about it's very extreme you go to the highest highs and the lowest lows yeah there's something it's really only for those of us who are at a higher level (laughs) that's right right. you got to be on the level to enjoy theater so take that (laughs) do you miss the stage cat because i know uh broadway's uh in the dark for the rest of 2020 do you have any plans to go back to stage in 2021 perhaps oh man i always will i will i will yeah you should drop anything at a great theater opportunity for a great theater opportunity i mean i the last play i did a i did the uh, world premiere of a play called of good stock at south coast rep theater um and it was just you know it's life-changing to do a play and to get to do so many performances performances and to get to live in a role and to get to develop new work and to get to like say words with a live audience like that night after night it's something that's just i mean i think it's why we all do it right don't you yeah right is there a, a, a classic that you've always wanted to do a classic play sure I mean, like, I would kill to do any of the Chekhov's, maybe particularly the Seagull. Um, I would love to do an Oscar Wilde play. I would love to do Mm -hmm. an Howard play. Yeah. Um, I don't know, all those kind of, like, silly, over-the-top, like, hottie-ish comedies, Mm -hmm. um, farces, you know? Sure. Uh, Yeah. I don't think I have any. And then obviously, and then I'm a, I love Shakespeare. And actually, sure. like wow. a musical comedy is, is, is very like, t- you know, it's, it's on par with Shakespeare. I know yeah. it sounds really good, but the, mm-hmm. in terms of the language and how you have to, the mastery of language that musical theater requires is, is very similar to the mastery of language that performing Shakespeare properly requires. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, and the language is phenomenal. So yeah, I you know, but truly, I'd I'd almost do it all. I'd all almost right. do any play that came my way. Almost. I love it. Cool. Yeah. So yes. of course, um, we we thank you so much, Kat, for being a part of thank the Low Thought Show. Oh, um, thank you for having me. Like where? Like I guess I could research this, but so you do this every Wednesday night. Wednesday yeah. night, we we shifted from the radio station to our virtual um, uh, studio. <laughs> like oh, a lot of you all know each other. Um, well, Morgan and I go 15 years. It's a story for another time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big Nick, we met through um, a mutual friend, an actor that's going to have a role in the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984 film. Nick is a, a weapons expert, former no, U.S. Really You're, You're a weapons expert? Well, I, I got into training actors on how Badass. to shoot. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps and I was a firearms instructor and our mutual friend needed to learn how to shoot for a role. And so I taught him how to be in the SWAT team and put all the stuff on and do all that. And and that linked me up with him because I I watch too much television. I know a lot about pop culture. And as you know, um, Nick and all his doppelgangers attended the the Oscars. I see that. You're amazing. A little bit of Photoshop, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome, Nick. Um, guys, this has been a total joy. Thanks so for having uh, Thank you so much. First one in on Video On Demand. Kat, if you could, before we let you go, let us know who you are. Uh, plug for first one in. Maybe You can also throw out some of your other projects. And then at the end, just let us know you're on Below the Belt. Uh, I'm Kat Foster. 
Wait, what do you want me to say? I'm uh, Kat Foster, you may know me from this and that. Um, uh, check me out and first one in. I'm on below the belt. I'm Kat Foster. You might know me from, I don't know what, Weeds Till Death. So many things. Everything. All over. Every TV show. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you guys can plug me. A lot of stuff. I've been on a lot of stuff. And uh, I'm on this movie called First One In that's going to be on Amazon September 8th. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm Kat Foster. Twitter. Uh, and I have a podcast uh, called Acting Real with Cat Foster, which you can find on all the major podcast stuff. Oh, can we talk about that for just a quick second? Talk yeah. About it. Okay, real quick. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, awesome. You got to say you're on Below the Belt. Yeah. Oh, and, and, I'm, and I'm on Below the Belt. Nice. Very good. Yes, the, po the, the podcast, please. Yeah. Yeah, so I have this podcast called Acting Real with Cat Foster, and um, I have a first season out that has 26 episodes, and I'm really proud of all of them. Awesome. And, um, it, I talk to actors um, not about acting, but about how they use acting, the stuff that they know from acting in their real everyday lives. Oh, that's cool. So it's really oh, cool. a show about, you know, growth and expansion and, you know, um, and just it's, you know, when we talk about rejection and anger and joy and fame and, you know, I, I kind of, we get really truthful about a lot of topics. That's awesome. And I have a bunch of episodes recorded for season two. Sweet. Uh, and I'm going to record some more and then I'm going to put them out there. So oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Very uh, cool. uh, places where you can normally find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Sweet. Awesome. Kat, you're a, you're amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous, and very talented. So so happy to have you on. Yeah, you guys, my pleasure. Thanks uh, for thank you. Yeah, thank you have so a good much. night, Kat. Night. Yeah.